0: So the big question I want to ask is this, what do you believe health and physical education teachers in schools like me should accomplish and how can you do it in an online world if you're a teacher or a parent? Whether you're the parent or the PE teacher or school leader or anyone involved in the raising of our children, how should children turn out when it comes to their physical health when they leave school and enter their adult years? And more importantly, in today's world, how do you begin to teach this online? What content do you use? How do you assess kids' work online? What platform should you do? How do you upload? What's hard? What's easy? Where do you get the content? Importantly, how do you make the shift? What should our children know and what should our children be able to do and how responsible are we for their personal physical health status? These are the questions I've spent the past 32 years in schools teaching health and physical education. and the past eight years, consulting and gathering the world's best experts in the following disciplines. Cardiology, medicine, public health, childhood physical activity research, exercise physiology, pedagogy, cognitive neuroscience, applied exercise science, sensor technology, physical education, metabolic disease, and heaps more. I've also spent 22 years of this teaching it online in one way or another. Today, that's gone up significantly. Today I teach totally online and my students are loving it. This is the Expert Secrets Roadmap radio show. My name is Shane Stubbs and with the help of my PhD guests, we will answer the questions which raise the physical health destiny of all school-aged children around the world. Hello and welcome to the Expert Seekers radio show. This is episode number 33 and it's called Teaching PE Online Part 2. But the subtitle is How to Teach Physical Activity and Track It and Create a Classroom-like Atmosphere Without Zoom Meetings or any other type of video meeting. Okay, welcome to this episode. Today I'm going to expand on and add video content to the Expert Secrets radio show webpage, and then I'm going to talk about today what will work as well for teachers and parents. So I want to caution you before we start talking about exactly the steps on how do you create PE lessons online and create a classroom like atmosphere without the Zoom or video meetings. I want to talk to you about a topic that is so critical here in this whole shift of from being on campus at school to off campus and that is a one word topic called impact as you listen to this next section understand the deep concept of one of our burning questions here at the expert secrets roadmap here's the question just what type of impact am i having on the physical health status of school aged children, or if you're a parent, your own child. What you're about to hear is an excerpt from the audiobook, there'll also be the printed version, that's a free version for the first 1,000 people. Click in the notes, the show notes for today. But it's the book called My Child's Healthy Life The Expert Secrets Roadmap, and this excerpt is all about impact. This book has a subtitle called The Underground Education Revolution because it will achieve outcomes that virtually no health and physical education teacher in schools can prove that they are currently doing. I spent the past three years before writing this book communicating with laureate professor John Hattie from Melbourne University, Australia. He has more evidence about what makes Lunar successful than any other education academic on the planet. He is deeply respected by ministers of education, school superintendents, school principals, school teachers and parent organisations. You can argue with his work, which is called visible learning if you want to, but you'd better become prepared. He will crush you in the court of public opinion as he has more evidence about teaching and learning than any person alive. You know, I don't think he has the Dirty Harry attitude, who was a Clint Eastwood character from the 1970s, but he could easily justify one in my opinion. It'd be like you bringing a knife to a fight and he brings a nuclear bomb. I asked Professor Hattie if I could use his position statement on an education box I produced at the time. He said he would be delighted to support my work, which from all accounts is not commonplace. He wrote on the back of the box... Know Thy Impact, Laureate Professor John Hattie, Deputy Dean and Director of the Melbourne Education Research Institute, Melbourne Graduate School of Education, the University of Melbourne, Australia, Victoria. There are two things I'd like you to notice about the content that I just wrote out to you. The position statement and the credentials of Professor Hattie. I was 50 years old and had been teaching health and physical education in schools for 28 years when I first came across his statement, Know Thy Impact. It struck me, I had no earthly idea what my impact was as a health and physical education teacher in schools. It was zero. How could I? There was zero data on any school report I'd ever written about on the physical activity and health outcomes Of students I taught. By zero data I mean how do you measure health? How do you measure and report on physical activity levels? How do you prove to the student, the parent, school leaders and the wider community that the children you teach are actually classified as physically healthy, are growing their physical health biometrics to the point where I'm confident they will achieve the healthy classification. After much research, I found none of these questions are even being asked of our students in the early 2010s. As this book is being written and launched in 2020, I cannot find virtually any health and physical education departments in schools across the globe which are addressing these questions as their main focus. Yet at the same time, a global umbrella group of childhood physical activity research professors tells us that the average grade our school-aged kids have for physical activity is a D minus. The impact of this has a major uptick in the chronic lifestyle diseases headed our way when these children become adults over the next decade. In a public statement on October the 1st of 2019, Dr. Tony Botoni, the president of the Australian Medical Authority, which leads 27,000 Australian doctors, said, I quote, Only 1.9% of teenagers aged 15 to 17 years old meet the minimum guidelines for physical activity in order to be physically healthy. This is a disgrace. Everywhere you turn there are public damning statements in the domain which tell us just how bad things are when it comes to our children's physical activity levels and by a derivative, this also means their physical health outcomes. Between 2017 and 2019, I had several long conversations with Professor Dick Telford from Canberra University or UC RISE. He is a leader in childhood physical activity research in Australia. Professor Telford is known to my generation as the former head of exercise physiology, what, as what is commonly known as the Australian Institute of Sport. The place where Olympic athletes or aspiring ones go to be trained and coached. The most famous Australian Professor Telford helped coach was a person named Robert De Castella in the 1980s. Deek, as he is known to Australians, was the world's men's marathon champion of 1983 and former world record holder of the men's marathon. I used to work with Deek at the National Heart Foundation of Australia, where Rob was our patron. I was the fundraising manager at the time, and I actually once got Rob to do a promotion with us. This is the former world men's marathon champion, where he did a tandem skydive into Canberra, the capital of Australia. He is a delightful person to work with, and I have fond memories of getting to know one of my sporting idols. Professor Telford told me he has coached 81 Olympic gold medalists like Deke, Dick is an absolutely genuine human being and is passionate to make a difference in the physical health lives of our children and future generations. In 2019, Dick told me words to the effect, We need to stop talking about how bad the physical activity levels of school kids are and start putting in place concrete plans which will cause an improvement. I genuinely believe that this book is the underground education revolution because I know for a fact there is no collective effort in our schools which is trying to provide evidence of the impact of our lessons. I'm calling on all school PE teachers, school leaders, researchers and parents who would like to do what it says on the cover of this book and want our kids to be physically healthy forever to come and join me in the underground education revolution. Just as the respected education laureate professor John Hattie says, let's get together and know our impact. So in that light, here are the impacts this book will have for school age children, PE teachers and parents, regardless of the knowledge you have before you read this book. Impact number one, help you to raise a physically healthy child or student and get them to stay healthy that way for the rest of their lives. Impact number two, gives you a more ability to hold off adult lifestyle diseases as you transition from being a teenager into your adult years. Number three, makes it easy for your doctor to always give you the best results on your medical health tests. Number four, gives you the best chance at having a low risk from the number one killer of adults, heart and body vessel disease. Impact number five, avoid the most uneducated myths that exists in health and physical education classes. Impact number six, the real secret for what high standards of physical health actually look like. Pack number seven, how to make certain your students or child has the best chance for a lifetime of low risk from chronic disease. Number eight, effortlessly create the exact plan that experts with PhDs use for their own lives. Impact number nine, quickly start improving the single most important health biometric known to medical experts. Impact number 10, escape from the worry that your student or child is heading into what most adults have happened to them, something I coined called the disease funnel. Number 11, discover the three expert secrets that are most critical that doctors know you should be using to be physically healthy. And finally, impact number 12, Stop worrying if your students or child are going to grow up and develop a lifestyle disease that they otherwise could have avoided. Okay, with the concept of impact now covered, let's address the first part of today's episode, how do you create practical PE lessons online and track each of your students? Okay, what I did is decided to create something called an online 30-day physical activity challenge with all of my students. Now, in the show notes, you can go to the link that says 30-day challenge, and I have created a set of free resources for any teacher who's listening to this or any parent. The goal of the 30-day challenge is to have an impact with my students, not just get them to do some kind of sport or some kind of physical activity at home. So there are three sheets that you will see, and there'll be a beginner sheet, an intermediate sheet, and an advanced sheet, and on that are exercise numbers or physical activities that you can do solo or with a partner, brothers or sisters at home, because you're not having people coming over if you're social isolating, because at the time of this recording, of course, the world is in the middle of a COVID-19 pandemic, and we're deep in the middle of it. So the idea is that you will download whichever sheet suits you that you think you'd like to tackle first of all. And on day number one of the challenge, there's a set of physical activity lessons to do that are able to be done by yourself or with your brothers and sisters. And those physical activities are related to one key particular part, and that is heart rate. What your students or child will find when they download the sheet is, The activities you need to do are done in eight minute blocks where you get your heart rate up to 80% of its maximum. Now, all of that you can do either manually or if you happen to have at home a heart rate tracking device like a watch or something like that, then you can use that device with its app to track your heart rate. Inside the booklet that goes with the 30 day challenge, and the notes is an explanation of what you need to do. Plus, you'll see in the radio show, there'll be day number one, two, three, four, five, and six that show you and go through the exact steps on what you do with the 30-day challenge. So I don't need to go through the step-by-step process in the 30-day challenge, because inside the link on the show notes, you can get to the radio show webpage and get all the steps written down and this, the different sheets of beginner intermediate and advanced plus you can go back and listen to the audio episodes here in the radio show of day number one two three four five and six but it's all about heart rates your students need to give you this is what I've done as a simple conclusion but they need to give me their heart rate on each day that they complete the physical activities why is that because I want to be able to find out what their response is to physical activity. It wouldn't matter whether I'm playing volleyball at school or basketball or football or soccer or tennis or whatever it is that I'm doing. As you'll know from the work in Expert Secrets Roadmap, what I'm looking to do is to be able to find out how is their body responding from a cardiovascular point of view because as we know when we look into Expert Secrets and the Expert Secrets Roadmap, all of this attention and all of our focus is on raising their personal physical health status i'm not so concerned about the muscle structure about their strength and about all the different components there is one thing that our doctors have been telling us called their active heart fitness score and i'll know and you'll know as a parent or a pe teacher if their heart rate is achieving eighty percent of its maximum for eight minute blocks at least twice a day, five days a week, all the steps are in challenge no, um, day number one of the 30-day challenge, the audio episode inside the radio show here. And if they're achieving that, they are raising their active heart fitness score. Partway through on um, day six, there is an upgrade to the 30-day challenge with an offer of something called CrossNet as a game. If you're a games oriented person, it's all ready to go and waiting for you inside the link radio show notes and also where we have day number one of the challenge so now let's address the second part of today's episode and that is how do you create a classroom like atmosphere without doing zoom meetings I've been reading lots of people's comments on Facebook and all the groups I belong to across the globe that are PE teaching related at the last calculation I belong to PE teaching Facebook groups that holds somewhere around about 100,000 PE teachers from around the world. One of the key issues seems to be too much face-to-face time on video screens and teachers being extremely exhausted and worn out from trying to teach lots of people on the video screen throughout the day. Now, for those of you who are parents and that are listening to this episode and thinking, hang on a second, isn't that the, te- jobs, the teacher's job, to be on video, to be doing the work face-to-face? The problem associated at the moment that's different is, at the same time as having to give face-to-face lessons, teachers must also go and create online lessons for the next day. So their workload is more than double because they're doing normal face-to-face teaching and now creating resources that are available online for their students to work with. So I came up with a key strategy on how my students can hear from me and be a part of a classroom type environment in a more one-to-one structure without me having to do it for every single student that I teach so here is exactly what I do the online learning platform I use is Google classroom however it doesn't actually matter as to which platform you use all of the platforms I've seen allow you to do the next step so number a letter a here's what I do I teach the 7th grade 8th grade 9th 10th 11th and 12th grades At the start of the week, I'll look at each theory or practical topic my classes have coming up for the week if they were actually at school. I simply then just take out my phone video camera or tablet or computer, and I do a two to five minute explanation on the video of what the lesson will be for this week as though I were in front of my students. I then attach this video as a normal file to my online learning platform, like Google Classroom in my case, for the specific lesson that it's required. But now, of course, the students are not able to ask me questions whilst the video is playing. What happens next is my students go onto the lesson for that particular day, and they will download or the video file and watch it, or stream it, and use the online learning platform that I've provided. Here is an example of what it could look like. Each of the topic headings you're about to here right now that are listed uh, the record on the video recording is based on the class notes that I already have before we went into lockdown and moved students mostly off campus for their own protection. I've not created new class notes. So here we go. I'll give, these are some of the topics that I would be teaching. Year 7, learning about mental health and its relationship to physical activity. Year 8, learning about chronic diseases and its relationship to physical activity. Year 9, learning about the benefits of physical activity. Year 10, learning about the number one lifestyle disease. Year 11, learning about exercise physiology and health. Year 12, learning about how heart rate impacts health. So let's say that next week they are all the topics that my students are going to be covering in their lessons for each of the year groups. So I end up shooting six different videos at the start of the week, which are simply related to the class notes that I've always had. If my students have questions about the class notes I've uploaded to the online learning platform, mine being Google Classroom, uh, or I require them to do their work at home in a theory lesson, then my students will message me back and forth between the hours of 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., which is my school time via the Google Classroom platform. I've actually set up my Google Classroom so notifications appear on my mobile phone and the free Google Classroom app that I use I've gone even so far as to use voice typing when I'm answering my students rather than to sit there on my phone or my computer and tapping away at the keys which I find much longer and much more difficult to use than doing just voice type. Another quick strategy, by the way, that I use, if I actually don't feel like shooting a video that day, I'll open up my phone and I'll make a recording using a voice memo app in the same way as if I was shooting the video app on my phone. I simply then just take the voice recorded podcast and upload that as an MP3 file, not an MP4 file, to my Google Classroom For the specific lesson if you don't use google classroom you can take that mp3 file and upload it to whatever platform you do use these two strategies i actually use in combination sometimes it's video sometimes it's podcast as an mp3 file it allows my students to hear me or see me if i choose to and it also allows them to communicate back and forth with text over the google classroom app to me any communication method that you or your school have on their online learning platform and i know there's lots of different ones out there i have to be honest though i find google classroom an absolute delight and i didn't have to do any training on how to use it i just went online and taught myself because it was so intuitive and easy to use my goal is to increase the classroom atmosphere in the online world without having to do these video meetings on a daily basis in fact all of my online teaching uses no video lessons at all that might not suit you but that's just what i prefer to do in conclusion my goal is to have impact and help improve or maintain the student relationships that I began before we went into this lockdown phase with COVID-19 where most if not all of my students moved off campus and are now learning from home. I think if you, you'll find as you move forward with this, it will become easier over time here's my promise to you if you have any questions about what i've talked about in today's radio show why don't you go ahead and email me at the email address that's inside the radio show notes you'll find it there and i'll answer you back same thing i get notifications on my phone I'll look at your questions and then i'll simply pick up my phone and most likely i will voice type my answers back to you i'd love to be of service to you if i can okay thank you for joining me at today's radio show we'll be back with another episode tomorrow and stay tuned for later in the week i have got one of the best doctor interviews you can possibly imagine and it is so on the point and so topical okay Get to the radio show notes, look at all the links in there, the emails and so forth that are there now, and we'll join you again tomorrow. Bye for now.